Lord, everybody. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in the house yet one more time. Is anybody glad to be in the house one more time? Amen. We are just so grateful and thankful for each of you that were here today. Those of you who are watching by live stream, we are just excited. On the third Sunday of each month uh, is our youth Sunday. And our youth participate in the worship service. And uh, we have an outstanding youth worship leader this morning. Amen. Sister Casey Peace. And Casey, we all know Casey. She's been around uh, quite a long time and helping and serving here. She has uh, helped us for many years uh, through our vacation Bible school and other efforts that we have here at the church, along with her sisters. Amen. And uh, her twin who couldn't join us for today, but we are glad that we have Casey with us and uh, she's an outstanding student as well. And so we're just thanking God for all of his blessings. And so let's welcome our youth worship leader this morning, Casey Peace. We want to welcome you to our in-person and live stream service on this blessed Sunday. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Please stand and let's praise God in a song in song by singing together come on and bless the lord with me
Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning and allowing us to gather here to worship you. Bless everyone here today and everyone that wanted to be here but couldn't. Please help those who are in need of food, clothing, and shelter. Dear Lord, help us to be more kind to one another and make us more willing to help each other instead of looking the other way. I ask a special blessing for the youth in our church and community because we face many challenges in the world today. Help us to use our many talents that we've been blessed with wisely to honor you. Help us to be our very best in school, home, and wherever we go. When we are unsure of something, please help us to come to, get to you for guidance. Help us to have faith and know that you will never leave us or forsake us. I pray that we will be blessed by the service today and that we will share what we learn with others and apply it to our lives. These, these blessings I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our responsive reading this morning will be selection number 572, Growing in Grace. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of, this, of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, as to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your callings and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fail. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from our, your own steadfastness. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. standing for our congregational hymn. Our congregational hymn this morning will be number 411, Lift Him Up. Let us sing a song of praise. 
seated. Lift him up. Anybody come to lift up the name of the Lord this morning? Amen. Listen, I'm glad the Lord lifted me up this morning. Amen. Woke me up, started me on my way, and allowed me to come out to the house of the Lord. We certainly want to thank our youth worship leader this morning, Sister Casey Peace. Amen. Beautiful. <laughs> we are just so excited and uh, for our young people and glad to see uh, Sean Jr. and Mateo who are here with us this morning. Amen. I have uh, one of my little grandsons that is here. We had a few of them staying over last night and some of them have football this morning and and also uh, glad that Nicholas is here uh, with us as well and certainly glad to see each and every one of you. For those of you who are watching by live stream, we thank God for you. We're going to have our welcome this morning uh, from the Shannons. Deacon and Deacon and Shannon are going to come and they're going to give us our welcome this morning. Let's welcome the Shannons. Amen. Good morning, church. I'd like to say good morning to Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, both those that are on live stream and those that are present today, and any friends who are visiting. We, hope, we love to greet and welcome our in-house visitors as well as our live stream visitors each week. We're very pleased that you've chosen to worship with us today, and we hope the time you have shared with us will strengthen your Christian journey. You are in this area, again, not by accident. Today, if you've come to visit or if you are um, currently on either live stream or present, this is God's will that you should be here today. If you're in the area again, we would love to have you worship with us. Again, you've heard it before, some of you have heard it before, we have a saying here at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, the first time you're here with us, you're a visitor. The second time, you are family. Thank, Thank you. you, enjoy the service. Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen, we are certainly uh, glad and thankful for the Shannons, amen, this morning and, and a beautiful welcome. And, you know, as the weather starts to get a little nicer, you know, uh, trying to get folk to come out to church, amen. And thank God for live stream. You know, we have numbers that uh, watch the service on live stream, and we thank God for that. But I'm going to tell you, there's nothing like being in the house of, can I get amen in here, somebody? There's nothing like being in the house of the Lord, amen. We uh, want you to be mindful of our 2023 church theme amen that we are together in christ amen and just grateful and thankful that we can come together matter of fact the lord requires us to to assemble ourselves in the house of the lord to come together so we are grateful and thankful for that uh we also uh have a plug that i want to put in for our physical care ministry amen that is headed up by sister tisha mclaren and they are looking for some additional physical care attendants. Uh, they generally are in the back of the church. They keep them watch over things. If anybody gets sick or there's accidents or things happen, which we all know things do happen. 
Uh, so they're looking for some people who uh, may be interested in working with that ministry. If you are, please reach out to Sister Tisha McLaren. She would be happy uh, to give you some additional information and to get you started uh, with our physical care ministry. So please follow through and look for her. Also, our, our youth, as Sister Casey was mentioning, as our youth need a whole lot of prayer today, I'm telling you, that, um, you know, they're dealing with some things that we didn't have to deal with when we were growing up. But we are grateful and thankful for the young people that we have here at the church and for those who are present with us here today. But our youth are sponsoring a night at the ballpark at Trenton Thunder. We uh, have gone for many years. Uh, we have an outstanding evening that is scheduled on July the 14th. Uh, there's a limited amount of tickets, so you want to make sure that you get it. Uh, we have box seats, amen. We have a, a buffet banquet, and it's just a wonderful time. So we have a great time. Matter of fact, usually somebody from our church will throw out the first pitch uh, of the game, and so that may be you. So you want to see Reverend Jackson, amen, and, and give him uh, his name, to give him your name, as well as uh, giving him whatever money that needs to be turned in for that night and all was well. So we're grateful and thankful for that. Also, make sure that you put on your calendar our uh, Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, our golf outing that's going to take place. It's our largest fundraiser, our Jimmy Jones Memorial Golf Classic that's going to take place at the Bucks Country Club on August the 25th, which is a Friday. So please make sure you do so. We have been having some great turnouts, and we're looking forward to it as well. Those of you of golf, get your foursome together so that you can come out and be a part of that as well. Also, on the second Sunday of June, we're going to honor all of our young people who have graduated from high school, those who graduated from college, amen, and I uh, want to say congratulations to all of those who graduated, amen, who graduated from college recently. And so we just want to give God praise and thank him for our young people. But we have some scholarships that we would like to give out. And so please make sure uh, if your child is graduating to submit a application, we got actually we got plenty of money to give, amen. And so that ought to be enough incentive there to get the parents to make sure that your child uh, is filling out their application, amen, and so that we want to be a blessing to them on the second Sunday of June. So we pray that uh, you will uh, join us that, on that day as we honor and recognize all of our young people. And then also uh, we have a, a new audio-video campaign that is going on, and so uh, we would love for you to be able to bless our campaign as we put up some new cameras, get some different angles on some things and all. So uh, please make sure that in your giving that you would designate uh, something there in terms of our audio video campaign. And then also on Father's Day, which is June the 18th, that is also Juneteenth, which is a national holiday as celebrated on that Monday. However, on Sunday, our church has been asked, Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, to provide a worship service for the community in which we have agreed to do so. That will take place on Sunday morning, June the 18th, and the service, the whole worship service is going to take place at the Mercer Museum. We're doing old school. Uh, they're going to have the tents out and the chairs and, and all. Those of you who went to Juneteenth last year know there's all kind of vendors and other activities that are going on that day, but our worship service is going to be there at the Mercer Museum at 10.30 a.m., 
and that I will be preaching, our choirs, our dance ministry will be there, and that uh, we're just going to minister to this community in which God has placed us. So please mark that on your calendar. We'll be continuing to get information out to you on Sunday, June 18th. Our Juneteenth, our worship service is going to be at the Mercer Museum starting right at 10.30 a.m. It will also be live streamed, but we want you to come in person, amen, and to join us for that day. You know, God has blessed us with the opportunity to be able to give back to him that which he has so graciously blessed us with. For those of you who are watching by live stream at this time, or for those of you in person, those in person, we have offertory box located at the back of the church. Those on live stream, you can give your tithes and offerings at this time right online by just clicking on the Tobley button there on our website, or you can mail it in. So we are just grateful and thankful that God has given us something that we can offer back to him, realizing that everything we have, church, it comes from the Lord. Amen. And so we're grateful and thankful for that. So let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to give, realizing, God, that everything belongs to you. And so, God, we ask that you would place inside of us a spirit of giving, of loving, and appreciation, Lord God, and thankfulness for everything that you have done. We ask, God, that you bless both the gift and the giver. Bless those that gave and bless those that had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, again, we just collectively say thank you, Lord. And we pray, God, that you would help us to be good stewards of all that you have asked us to do, to be careful to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. It's in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. You know, on every third Sunday of the month, uh, we like to recognize and acknowledge those who have birthdays during the month. So this being the month of May, uh, if we have any who have a birthday during the month of May, why don't you stand with us, amen, and you can see the names of uh, others who are up on our list, amen. Any other May birthdays that are here today, amen. So praising <laughs> those for, for standing for today. So we want to wish you a uh, happy birthday. <laughs> Sing along with us. Happy God bless you. if we did not acknowledge the wedding anniversaries that we have for the month of May. Amen. If there's anyone here, matter of fact, I see the Shannon's name up here and they are here. We're going to ask the Shannon's to stand with us uh, this morning. Amen. Oh, no, that's, that's the Peters. All right. I got bad eyesight. <laughs> 
You know, like, wait a minute, that's my time. <laughs> and I know you guys have many more years than that uh, on there as well. So we just want to say happy wedding anniversary to Scott and Shannon Peter, Peters for 18 years. Uh, Ray and Claire Parker. Ray been married a long time. I don't have the exact number. I know he's been married to he and Claire a long time. And certainly for uh, Deacon uh, Booker and Deaconess uh, Nicole Ferrier, amen, for 27 years. So let's thank God then for those who have wedding anniversaries. Amen, amen. It is a beautiful thing, amen, and just praising God for all of his blessings. Uh, we're going to ask if our sanctuary choir is going to come at this time.
morning again, family. Please join me in a word of prayer. Our Father God, once again we come before you, giving you all praise, honor, and glory. We thank you, Father, for not only watching over us as we slept and slumbered last night, but for watching over us each and every day of our lives. For in this world, uh, in this era of toils and strifes, it's good to know that we have that we are not alone. And so we thank you continuously for that. Father, we pray for those who are sick, those who would love to be here with us, but for various reasons cannot. We ask you to put your loving arms around them, shield them, protect them, and not only heal them, but heal their wounded spirits. Father, we pray for those who are traveling who are not with us today. We grant, grant them traveling mercies and bring them home safely to their homes and loved ones. Father, we pray for our pastor as he speaks to us today. Give him the words to speak. Give us the mindset to listen, to hear, to understand, to internalize, and to utilize it in our everyday living to make this world a better place. And Father, when we've gone the last mile of the way, we ask that you will welcome us into your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Song said every praise is to our Lord. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. I want to acknowledge our one of our young people, uh, Chris Evans, who is upstairs. He's working the booth. He's holding it down all by himself up there. Amen. You know, I checked on you, Chris. I see the live stream is flowing and working and doing an excellent job. So I want to say once again, thank you. Uh, Sister Casey mentioned in a prayer about the gifts and talents uh, that God has blessed our young people with. And so we are just grateful and thankful uh, for them. Parents, I'm going to ask for you to encourage your children, you know, to come to church. Uh, Not just encourage them, but bring them with you. Amen. I need to get an amen in here for somebody. We ought to be bringing our children uh, to church. It is a blessing. And I'm going to tell you, in these times in which we are living, I think Deacon Shannon said, uh, uh, these times that we are living, we need the Lord right now. And our young people need the Lord. We need the Lord right now. Amen. With every head bow. Tell God our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you. For the blessings of a brand new day. Father, we realize that there are some who did not wake up this morning. And Lord, we are so grateful and thankful that you touched us this morning with the finger of your love. And woke us up into a brand new day. A new beginning, God. And so, Lord, we ask that you would be with us now as we hear a word from thee. Realizing, God, in these troubling times in which we live, we need you more so now, God, than what we've ever needed you before. Lord, just looking around at all of the turmoil, all of the hatred, all of the different things that are going on, uh, people fighting against one another. But, Lord, you said it would be this way in these latter days in which we live. And so, God, we can't make it without you. We need you, Lord, by our side. We need you every moment of the day. We need you, God. So, God, we ask that you would be with us now, that as your spirit comes forth, Lord God, that an anointing will fall fresh upon us. That we will realize, Lord God, what it is that you're trying to get us to understand and to know on this day. And Lord, we pray that as we receive your message today, that we don't just keep it for ourselves. That we would apply it in our daily walk. That we would share it, Lord God, in a world that needs to hear about Jesus. And God, that we would do all that we can, Lord God, realizing our gratefulness and thankfulness for who you are and what you have done in our lives. So we ask, God, that you would be with your manservant this morning. Hide me behind the cross, God, that I might preach with the power and the authority that you alone have given, that your name, the name that is above every name, and in the name of Jesus, the word says that one day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We ask these things in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise in the house of the Lord. What a mighty God. Amen. That we serve. Amen. Uh, let me ask you, how many of you use social media? I mean, even folk my age, I use the social media. Amen. I, almost every, I'm sure everybody in here, ask some of the young people if they use social media. Amen. Uh, we have little young grandchildren, and I've seen kids one, two years old. I mean, they can work a phone and an iPad and a tablet, amen, to pull up their shows. They, you know they got some shows, amen. They pull up their shows and, and all. And so social media has pretty much taken over in our society today. 
And, and although on social media, uh, some would say that social media is out there so that other people can have others find out who they are, amen, to share with them the events of their lives. But the reality is, and I believe this, that many people use social media and are actually hiding in plain sight, amen, that they're going on social media acting like there's somebody else, amen, and I think they call it catfishing, amen, and, and all of this, they're hiding many times in plain sight. And, and I believe this, that a lot of people are hiding from God. But that raises an important question for us this morning in light of the fact that God is everywhere and he knows everything about us, amen. What could possibly motivate us to want to hide from God, amen? How many of you know that sin causes us to hide from God? That's why many folk hide from God because of sin in their lives, amen? amen? And you and I, we have a tendency to hide from God because we know what we have done in our lives and the wrong that we have done, amen? And the truth is that sin is always hiding, and sin and hiding always go together, amen? Sin and hiding always goes together. And the truth is all of us at different times in our lives have tried to hide from God. Amen? In fact, you may even come to church this morning. Uh, but for some, the reason that you're hiding from God is because there's some issues in your life. Amen? And the reality is that there is only one way for us to deal with hiding and its cause, which is sin. And I believe it's found in the word of God. I mean, how many of you know that in the word of God, you can find pretty much whatever you need to find that's going to help you in your life? Amen. Do I have a witness in here this morning? Amen? If you all be so kind this morning to stand with me, in the Gospel of Luke in the 19th chapter is a story that many of us are familiar with. You probably learned uh, this story when you were young and, and vacation Bible school, amen, or, or at home. It's the story of Zacchaeus, amen. I want you to listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. And the man was there by the name of Zacchaeus, and he was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. And he wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and he climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. And when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. And so he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, 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 here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Amen. 
I want to lift that fourth and fifth verse of the text and listen again to what it says. It says, speaking of Zacchaeus, so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way. And when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, come down from your tree. Amen. Turn and tell somebody this morning, come down from your tree. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Come down. Come on down from your tree. Amen. You know, when I looked at this text in the larger context of this story, we know that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. And this event takes place in the last few days or so of his life. And he goes, the Bible says, towards Jerusalem. And he passes through the city called Jericho. Now, at Jesus' time, Jericho was an awesome city. Jericho had it going on, Pastor Paul. Jericho had the big wide streets and it was the New York City, amen, of its time. They had beautifully decorated wide streets and was one of the centers of the Roman imperial power in that part of the world. And as Jesus is passing through, Luke tells us that a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus and that he was the chief tax collector and that he was wealthy, had money. Many of you know that tax collectors there in ancient Roman world were viewed as the scum of society. You see, in Israel, there were four occupations that people looked down on because they were considered immoral occupations. One of them was someone who was a gambler. The second was someone who was a usurer or, as we call on the street, a loan shark. Amen. And the third occupation considered immoral was a pigeon trainer. Now, there's nothing against pigeons, but it's just that they were used in gambling. And the fourth and the lowest, the one that was considered the most immoral of all, was to be a tax collector. And there were two reasons why. First of all, tax collectors worked for the Romans, and Rome was the oppressive authority over the Jews. And so the tax collectors in church were considered to be traitors. And the second reason that tax collecting was considered immoral was that the tax collectors almost always financially took advantage of those who they were collecting from. And what would happen is that the Romans would hire a tax collector and they would tell them that you need to collect this certain amount of money and get it to me. And they would tell them that anything beyond that that you can keep for yourself. And so they did. Amen. Well, the text says that Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector which meant that he had numbers of other people, uh, tax collectors that were working for him, and so it made him extremely wealthy. Amen? In other words, this meant that he was ripping off a whole lot of people for a long period of time. He wasn't one of the good guys. He was considered one of the bad guys. 
He was morally ragged and on the fringes of society. Nobody wanted him around. But somewhere along the way, he heard about this rabbi named Jesus, a religious person who on occasion hung around some morally raggedy people. Amen. And if Jesus was living in our day, they would have him on the news every night showing him, talking about he's a religious leader. Why is he in the bars? Or why is he talking to prostitutes on the street? Why is he dealing with those who are gamblers or sinners and, and all of that? Amen. And so this is how they viewed Jesus at that time. Amen. Why is he hanging out with the riffraff and the outcasts of society? And so they were curious about him. Now Luke says in verse 3 and 4 of the text that he wanted to see who Jesus was. But because the word says he was short, he couldn't see over the crowd. The word says, so he ran ahead and he climbed then a, a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. And I want you just to imagine this this morning. Just imagine the scenes. The streets are full. They are packed to the rafters. And Zacchaeus wants to see Jesus. And so he runs down the street, but the crowds then are there, and they're taller than he is, and he can't see. And I suggest to you this morning that they knew who he was, and they didn't like him. And when folks don't like you, anybody know that folks don't try to help you? Amen. When folks don't like you? Amen. And so they wanted to exclude him for the view. I can almost picture it. He's up there jumping up, trying to see, and they just, he's just moving closer, blocking his view. Amen. And so he has one option. The word says Zacchaeus, then he's down the street, and he climbs a sycamore fig tree to see Jesus. And when I looked at this, I, I saw that it's an interesting detail in the story. Why would Luke say that Zacchaeus climbed a sycamore fig tree? Not just any kind of tree, but a sycamore fig tree. And so when I saw that, it caught my curiosity. And so I, I looked it up, and here's what one expert said about the sycamore fig tree. It says, because the branches of the sycamore fig tree are strong and widespreading. Amen? And because it produces many lateral branches, then it was an easy tree for Zacchaeus to climb and where he could easily be hidden. Amen in here, somebody. You see, my brothers and my sisters, Zacchaeus wants to see Jesus, but he doesn't want Jesus to see him. Y'all don't hear what I'm trying to tell you this morning. He's in hiding. And let me ask you the question this morning. Are any of you in this room or on live stream right now hiding from Jesus? Amen. Oh, you can run. <laughs> but ultimately, somebody say it, you can't hide. Amen. I want you to look at verse 5 of this text. Listen to what it says. <laughs> it says that when Jesus reached the spot, that he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, Come down immediately. He said, I must stay at your house today. I believe that somebody needs to know this morning that Jesus finds you when you hide. Mm -hmm. How many of you know that you can't hide from the Lord? Amen, somebody. Amen. Jesus didn't care about his occupation. He didn't care about his reputation. Jesus was concerned about his salvation. Right. Amen. 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 Because 
Zacchaeus was a human being made in the image of God. God cares about you, amen? Yes, Zacchaeus was morally ragged, and yes, he was in hiding, amen? But that's what Jesus does. Amen in here, somebody? In the midst of our hiding, he comes and he finds us, amen? And the reason why he does it Because he loves you and me, amen, more than what we'll ever know. I can't understand it, to be honest with you. Why the Lord loves me the way he does. Now listen, let's tell the truth in here. Let's look, get out our mirror and look in the mirror. We know we got some issues. We know we have some problems. We know there are things that we have done in our life that we should not have done, stuff that we've been ashamed of. Amen and here, somebody. And yet God still loves us anyhow, Amen. When I think about the fact that Jesus traveled all the way from the distant country of heaven, amen, down to earth to save Zacchaeus. When I think about that Jesus traveled the distant country of heaven to find people like you and me, amen. Can I ask you this morning, anybody glad about that this morning? That the Lord traveled down for you and for me, amen. Listen, can we take a good look at ourselves this morning? Come on, let's let's just be honest this morning. Let's just take a good look at ourselves this morning. Ask yourself, am I emotionally or spiritually or morally in some way like Zacchaeus? Am I up a tree and hiding from Jesus? Amen. Well, I want you to know that Jesus loves you so much, church, amen, that he's coming up to that tree wherever you hiding, amen. And what he's telling you is that I want you to come down and I want you to come over and have lunch with me today. Amen, somebody. And the reason is he's the only answer for the cause of our hiding. And that cause is sinfulness. Let's just say it the way it is. Amen. I want to tell somebody here that Jesus can cure your reason for hiding. Amen. He can cure whatever it is that's going on in your life right now that you've been hiding. What sin that may be there, Jesus can cure it if you turn it over to him. Yeah. Amen. Can I show you what I mean this morning? Amen. Because God, well, I'm telling you, the Lord got it right here in this word. If, if you look at verses 6 and 7 of this text, listen to what it says. It says, so Jesus says to Zacchaeus to come down at once and he welcomed him gladly. Amen. Uh, let me let me go back to this. Jesus says to Zacchaeus to come on down immediately. He said that I must stay at your house today. So Zacchaeus came down at once and he welcomed him gladly. Amen. You see how excited he is now that Jesus is coming over to his house. Amen. Here he is, a sinner. Folk don't even want nothing to do with them. They have to keep turning their money over for him. He keeps shaking them down, trying to get more out of them. Amen. And here now he's having lunch over here with Jesus. Amen. But if you look at the crowd, all the people saw it. Amen. And the word said they began to mutter that he is going to be a guest of a sinner. They were upset that Jesus was going to his house. But the reality is that was no new news for Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus knew he was a sinner. Zacchaeus knew that he was immoral. He knew that he was morally ragged in his life. But let me tell you something this morning, church, because one of the keys to coming out of your hiding is to finally admit that you're a sinner. Amen in here, somebody. You got to get it out in the open. That's who we are. We are sinners. And then let Jesus deal with it. Amen, church. 
Listen, that's true for you and it's true for me today, that we are sinners. We got to admit that we have a problem. I've sinned and you've sinned. Amen. And so does Zacchaeus. And so did all those people who were around him looking at him, flooding, cutting their eyes at him. Amen. Listen. The only cure for our sin is through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, Luke doesn't tell us this in this passage, but if you turn over a few pages and move a few days ahead in the life of Jesus, amen, uh, that would be the day that Jesus walked that painful road to Calvary. Amen. That would be the day that Jesus hung on the cross uh, before all of his enemies. And the truth is, the reason that he did it, church, was because he had to pay the penalty of our sins on that cross. Amen? Because he's a holy God. And the reality is, Jesus died for us. Amen, somebody? And that's exactly what Jesus did for all of us. He made that huge journey from heaven to find us, but also to forgive us of our sin. Amen? Hallelujah this morning. There's no one in this room this morning who doesn't need to be found and be forgiven. Amen. Amen. From your sin. Because sin grabs us and sin holds us. Amen. Amen. And sin binds us up and it tangles us up. Amen. And sin will pull us down. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about this morning? Are we willing to admit it this morning? Amen. The truth is we've all had this experience with our sin. It will grab you. It will hold on to you. It will bind you up. Our sin will tangle us up. Amen. And the only person that can help us is Jesus Christ. Nobody else but Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Here's my point. Let me say this to you. Salvation frees us from this grip of sin. Amen. I want you to listen to verse eight of the text. Listen to what it says. Because apparently after lunch. Zacchaeus, as the word says, stood up and he said to the Lord, Lord, look, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, he said, I will pay back four times the amount. Amen, somebody. And I'm going to tell you, that's an incredible claim for Zacchaeus to make because the Old Testament law didn't require for him to do all of that. Amen. They give back half of what he owned and, and all that. It didn't require all of that. Amen. And so you got to ask yourself, why did Zacchaeus then take this huge step, this radical step? Why did he take it? And Jesus gives the answer for us right there in verses 9 and 10 of this text. Listen to what it says. Jesus said to him that today salvation has come to this house because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. Amen. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save who? The lost. lost. Amen. Church, that's what salvation is. Amen. Salvation is being found by Jesus and being forgiven by Jesus. Amen. But salvation, in the fullest sense of the term, is to be set free from the power of sin in your life. Amen. And I thank God. Let me ask you, has anybody been set free from the power of sin? Amen, somebody. The thing that had Zacchaeus' heart, the thing that had tangled him up was money and materialism. Same foolishness we got today. Same thing. Money and materialism. Amen. And you know what Zacchaeus did? Because a whole lot of folks have done the same thing. 
they sold their soul for money and material things. Amen. Amen. And it didn't even matter to him who he ripped off. When I worked as a uh, parole officer, I used to sit right there in front of me, uh, men and women who committed all kinds of crimes. Amen. Stole, uh, raped, murdered. Amen. And, and I would talk to them about what was going on with that you made that kind of choice. And, you know, many of them didn't even care. Said, I wanted it. I took it because I wanted it. Amen. Didn't have any problem ripping people off. Didn't have any problem stealing people's identities. I had a woman one time, she had over 300 cases of, of identity theft, just taking people's stuff. Noticed she didn't work for it. It wasn't hers. Amen. But she took it anyway. Amen. And so money got into Zacchaeus' heart. And it was the sin that kept pulling him down. <clears throat> and the truth is, only when he met Jesus did he realize that significance and security doesn't come in stuff, but it comes in the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Preaching, preaching. Can I ask you all this question this morning? Are you like Zacchaeus? Do you hide in money and material things or some type of immorality, amen, that's going on? Maybe you're tangled up with guilt on you, amen, and that you made some bad choices in your life and, and you're living in guilt. Church, listen to me. And I say this to myself and I say it to you, that the only person in the entire universe who can set us free from the power of sin is Jesus Christ. Amen, amen somebody. Amen. He's the only one. And he's come to find us, amen. And he has come to forgive us, church, but he wants to invite us to have lunch with him. Amen, somebody. Amen. He wants to invite us into our lives and to say, and all we got to say is, Lord, I'm struggling with this thing in my life. Amen. Lord, will you please, by your grace and by your mercy, set me free from the power of sin in my life. Lord, help me. Lord, come down. Help me come down from my tree. Amen, somebody. Amen. Listen to me, my brothers and my sisters. That's why Jesus made that long journey from heaven to earth. Amen. It was so he could find us. And so he could forgive us. And so he could set us free from the power of sin. Amen. Amen. So what I want to do today, I want to extend to you an invitation to accept Christ this morning. Amen. We've already heard in testimonies that this troubling time in which we are living. We are living in a dangerous time. And if you have not made a choice, and if you have not made a decision to turn your heart and your life over to Jesus, what are you waiting for? You need to do it right now. Come on in here, somebody. Right now. Amen. Stand with me this morning, church, because I, I want to ask you to do three things for me. And I want you to meditate on these three questions. Number one, are you hiding from Jesus? Number two, have you allowed him to forgive you? And number three, have you invited him home into your life to set you free from the power of sin? Amen. Listen to me. Jesus can cure your reason to hide. Amen. Because Jesus finds you when you hide. And that salvation comes free to us and from the sin of uh, sin's grip in our lives. So what somebody needs to do today is to come down from your tree. 
Come down and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. To come down and begin to sup with him. To come down and be connected with him. Amen. Amen. Because when you turn it over to the Jesus, how many of you know that God is able to work it out? Come on in here, somebody. Come on in here, somebody. Come on in here, somebody. When you turn it over to Jesus, he's able to work it out in your life. Somebody this morning needs to come down from your tree. Turn it over to Jesus. Allow him to make a difference in your life. And all you have to do is ask him to invite him in. To acknowledge like Zacchaeus that I am a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. And to say, Lord, I repent of my sins. God, I turn everything over to you. Father, come into my life and to help me and to make my life brand new. Help me, God, to live for you today. Amen. And if you genuinely and sincerely prayed that prayer in your heart. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. He said in his word that thou shalt be saved. Amen. I invite you to come this morning as our deacons come down the aisle. If there's anyone here and the Lord is speaking just to you. And you don't know Jesus and the parting of your sins. Today can be your day. Whatever it is that's been holding you down. Whatever it is that you've been struggling with. Turn it over to Jesus right now. He's able to work it out in your life. Amen. If there's one here today. Maybe you live in this community and you don't have a church home. Everybody needs a covering in their life. Amen. Right here from the church. To be able to use the gifts, the talents, the treasures that God has blessed you with. Today is your day. This is your time. Just come today. Don't you let anything get in your way. Come down from your tree. Stop hiding. Turn it over to Jesus. And he can fix it in your life. Amen. Is there one today? Maybe you've gotten out of fellowship with God and he's calling you back into fellowship with him. Then just come and rededicate your heart and your life to him. Amen. Is there one here today? Amen. All to him. I surrender. I surrender all. Amen, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand, praise and thanks. Amen. What a mighty God we serve, church. Come on, let's give God praise.
want to thank each and every one of you that not only did the Lord wake you up this morning, but he put the house of the Lord on your heart. And so I'm glad that you are here. You're not here by happenstance. You're not here by coincidence. You here because the Lord spoke to your heart. Amen. And I'm glad that you responded. Those of you who are watching by live stream, we thank God for you for today. And as the Lord blesses, gives opportunity, we would love to see you here in the house of the Lord as well. So we thank God for each and every one of you. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May he make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and forevermore. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you.